Hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the Hard Shop Life. All right, lo- here we are again, Love Lines with Coach J and the G-Man. Love right, right, sorry, wrong, oh wrong show. I'm on the wrong, wrong show. Gotta, show. Hard shop life. This I got to exit the building. Life. Come on, bro. I'm single J now, bro. I'm single J. Let's go. Yeah, single J is an single animal. J. J. I am an animal, bro. Single J is a, a voracious appetite, dude, I would say. Like, seriously, man. It's like Super J. For real, dude. Give me a little Def Leppard. <laughs> Give me that background music. It's like the Godzilla version of J. For real, dude. Yeah. What do they call it? Titan. Titan J. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so G-Man, welcome back. It's Hard Shop Life. It's so great to be in, in your presence. Hide always. your wives, hide your sisters, hide your mother. <laughs> hide them all, bro. I'm coming after them. All of them. All of them. So G, so G, so G-Man, ah, G-Man, G-Man, G-Man. Yes, so, sir. Uh, G-Man, you are the bearer of great advice in this episode oh, no. you want to talk about the good stuff what what do we have on the uh, on the agenda for I, today? I, well i would what i was suggesting we talk about today is a um a topic i think it's on everybody's mind and you might be in a situation where it's not affecting you but um one thing that's that's you know the the it's the economy right it's what's what's happening in 2024 mm-hmm. how are things changing for us in the auto industry and uh and you know i mean yeah, I don't want to be a doom and gloomer, but I mean, you, you, you got to be deaf not to pay attention to the news today, mm-hmm. deaf and blind. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. The, the, you know, we're we're in a bit of a, a economic slump. Interest rates are high. Inflation's been high for a while, and I think all these factors are making people tighten their belts. I mean, geez, it wasn't that long ago we were getting, you know, I mean, on the sales side, these guys were just blowing cars out five grand, ten grand a copy. Um, and you know, customers were lined up to spend whatever it took. You were, you were selling used cars for more than new cars. I remember that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Not that long ago. I mean, geez. And, and, uh, and I think it, it, you know, that switch flipped on us and we, you know, it's funny. I was talking to, uh, I was talking to my daughter the other day and was telling her, you know, I, you know, she was going through a rough time. And I told her, I said, look, the, the, my, my favorite quote of all time is things can be, you know, uh, so good or so bad for so long before they change. Hmm. And so basically it's like the good times, they're great when they're there and you enjoy them, but you have to understand they're not going to last forever. You know, the highs don't last forever. And then you're going to go into a winter, you know, season and you're going to have a bad year a bad season mm-hmm. and that's also not going to last forever and you got to wait it out because it's eventually it's going to come back up i mean i've been through three recessions now in my life and actually four now and um you know each time it's come back stronger so you kind of have to stay in it and i think we're in that right now we're kind of like watching that we're, we're seeing car sales start to taper off again yep belts are tightening yep you know we're seeing traffic like i mean we're just talking about this right like, like we used to go into a store. I just remember this like it was yesterday, 10 years ago when I started doing the, this, you know, traveling and consulting gig and uh, we go into a store. The first thing you would ask everybody is, you know, how many appointments do you have today? Yeah. Right. And then we went through like a period where we just didn't ask that anymore. Nobody cared. Yeah. Well, because we were busy. Yeah. Everybody's busy. 
This is rolling. We had almost more than we can handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, didn't yeah. want any more. Yeah, the, the question was, <laughs> how many days out are we? Yes. How many yeah. days out we are, are yeah. we, right? We had a store at one point. Was it booked out a month? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And oh, so, yeah. like, when you're booked out a month, do you, am I asking you how many appointments? You're taking in what you can. You're, right. not, you're not taking in anymore. Right. But now, I find myself, and you, we, you and I were talking about it just the other day. Today. I find myself asking that question. Can I be honest with you, G-Man? The one thing that sticks out to me in this new economy is people are not screaming for technicians as much as they did before. I know. Have you noticed? I've noticed. They're quieted down. Very quieted down. We're paying all the money. Yep. They're making all the money. The gross profits are not where they used to be, right? Because yep. we paid all this money, right? Cars, massive reduction, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and it's funny to me because to me, I'm thinking that... We don't have this car count coming in. We haven't sold cars for three years. I mean, let me tell you something. COVID-19 is now five years ago. Wow. Five years ago. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now people are going to, well, you know, Coach J, you know. Which, by the way, my name is Single J. (laughs) Single J. No more Coach J. Single J. Single J. (laughs) So, you know. Yeah, people be like, hey, Coach Jay, listen, uh, you know, yeah, but you know, some places were affected in 2020, some places were 2021, some places were 2022. Either way, man, like we're, we're on the other end of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were in places like, you know, especially on the coasts where yeah. like oh, it, it, it hit right away, like I mean, it was yeah, bad. immediately everything shut down. And then <clears throat> we were in places in the Midwest, some of the smaller areas where, you know, God, it was almost the end of 2020 before they they really did anything you know yeah. the middle end of 2020 before they put masks on or or shut businesses down or you know had social distance distancing or anything like that so everybody got affected a little bit different but at the end of the day everybody got affected everybody everybody got affected everybody. And, and most importantly the inventory levels of new cars just almost went to zero i mean it was like mm-hmm. you just you were it was a trickle yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, and so that's gonna affect us in the in the service industry. You know, like you said, it's almost five years, like three years from that moment, you're going to start to feel that, right? And we're feeling it. Yeah, I we're agree. We're feeling that pinch. I agree. Right? Yeah. I mean, it happened in two thousand eight, right? Remember when the housing bubble popped? Oh, yeah. And everybody's using their equity to buy a car, and everybody had money flowing out of their pockets, and like, and then it popped, and then, you know, car sales went to an all-time low, and then they they hovered down there for a little while, and then they took off like a rocket, and they shot up, and we had ten years of unbridled growth, and yeah. you know, and so, it, it we're there now. So, to question, so you know, number one, I think it's you don't want to be doom and gloom, you don't want to say the sky's falling, mm. but you also want to pay attention. To the signs. I'm like, you know, what are the signs? Well, number one, you start asking how many points we have today. Right. Because you're not hitting the number. It's a metric. You know, we had we have several stores that, that are that are 10, 20, 30 appointments behind for the day. And so it, it, you know, that's important to recognize because if if you're off by a couple hundred cars a month, you know, that's a lot of money. And, and you're not gonna hit your numbers, you're not gonna hit your gross goals if you don't have the numbers. And you can't support the techs, which is talking about you're paying all the money for these techs. You know, one word of advice then, and then I'll go. I'm going to go straight into some solutions here. It's it's not that hard, right? Every time I get, I when I go in, and when we go in, G man, we ask how many appointments we have. Oh man, you know, we only have 40 appointments. We used to have 70 appointments. Mm-hmm. 
right? And then I go into the business development center, the call center, whatever you want to call it. I said, you know, hey, everybody, how are we doing? Well, you know, the phones aren't ringing like they used to. So what are you doing with your time? Right? Yep. And so, and it's it's <laughs> universal. Everybody says that yeah, the phones are not ringing. Yeah. When the phones don't ring, what do you think we can do? Yeah. Pick up the phone and start calling. Yeah. Like, what are the recommendations? Where are people? People would appreciate that. Hey, how are you been? You know, we haven't seen you for six months, and everybody wants automation. Well, you know, we have so and so that sends out text messages and emails every so often. Oh, I got this. Whatever. Like, listen, what happened to the to the to the love of human connection? Like, pick up the phone. Perfect example, G man. Single J. I'm single J now, right? No, I'm just single J. Single J. Single J. Okay. Right? It's not double J. So now it's single J. You know, the one question I get all the time is, hey, how many apps are you on? Are you swiping left? Are you swiping right? Look, I am app free, bro. I am app free, bro. I'm old school, right? Listen, I haven't even thought about that. Think about it. It's an untapped resource for you. For real. But I'm not going to get on the apps, bro. I'm old school. Like, listen, people are like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, like, man. What apps are you on? Or what? I'm like, look, bro. Like, listen, I'm not putting myself on a billboard. I'm just going to do old, <laughs> old fashioned stuff. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to be like, hey, how you doing? You're a walking you're, billboard. <laughs> bro, I walk around. I'm like, hey, you're beautiful. What's your oh, name? Man. How are you doing? What's going on? Right? Like, what happened to the art? Like, you know how many people I've spoken to, G Man, that are like, wow. Like, oh hey, what's what's your handle? What's this? What's your what's your snap count? Yeah. My snap count? Yeah. Look. Yeah, right. I, I think I have a camera that might have known that back in two thousand and eight. <laughs> but my snap count, I don't know what you're talking about. But you know what I'm saying? I like, gotta get I'm, my film developed. Right, I think my snap count's on Right, out. bro. Like seriously, I'm from the I'm from the world of Polaroid. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I hear you. Right? I hear you. But that, that's I'm not trying to age myself. I'm just telling you, like, like you sometimes have to go back to the fundamental things that got us there even yeah, back yeah. then because you're right things have changed we've got a, we've had a lot of resets yeah. we've had a lot of resets right yeah. and we live in a world where yes there's avid information but nobody trusts anybody anymore yeah no oh, for sure you know what i'm saying yeah for sure for sure like nowadays i perfect example perfect example i was the other day I had gone somewhere and I don't even remember what it was. Like I walked into a store, we were talking, whatever. That's what it was. I was in Atlanta, Georgia, Lenox Mall. I walk in, I go into the store that you said I should go see, and it was untucked. Mm, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm untucked. You better send me some sponsorship money. But I go in this and I meet this guy. You know what he says to me? Hello, sir. Welcome to the store. And he literally reaches out his hand to shake mine. It's that crazy thing. Yeah. And That's I crazy. Said, I said, bro, this is, aw-. I shook his hand. He goes, yeah. welcome to our store. How can I help you? Like, what a, what a simple thing and what a strong, like, message. Bro. You know what I mean? What a strong sentiment. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, we went for a year and a half where you, you didn't come within six feet of somebody. G-Man, you know what he said to me without saying anything to me? Do you trust me? Mm-hmm. I'm giving you my hand. Do you trust me? I'm like, dude, this guy. And I got, I can do a bunch of things. Like, you know, are you clean? Are you not clean? Or, uh, did, you, did you just go back from the restaurant? I don't have a clue. But you know what? I took the leap of faith and I said, I shook the guy's hand. Yeah. And I liked it. Yeah. Right? And the guy was like, hey, I'm here to help you. How can we do? How can we make you look the best? How we, whatever. Dude, by the end of it, the guy's just, 
bro, I bought, I think I told you, I bought like 10 shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Some weren't even in the store. They they mailed them to me. They said, you know, unfortunately, we know that San Francisco, sh- you know, the untucked shirt closed at the Union Square. We're thinking of opening one up. You know, until then, I'd love to be your uh, your helper. I'll, I'll reach out to you if you need anything. You know, we have a different line of of of, of wardrobe and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy was just exceptional, bro. No offense, but way better than Nordstrom's. Mm-hmm. He, he was way better than Nordstrom's. Guy's name is Frankie. Frankie, big shout out to you. Yeah. Frankie Untucked, Lenox Square Mall, Atlanta, Georgia. Go see him. Mm. Outstanding customer service. Shout out to Frankie. Yeah, but the thing is, is that he stood out. Yeah. Right. So sometimes it was it, it and it was just so simple. It was all the simplicity yeah. of the customer service of being able to do the fundamental things that got us there are what's allowing us to overcome the challenges that we're being faced with now in business, yeah. in anything, in interactions. Yeah. And I think that's I think you're exactly right. Like it's like, like we've been talking with a lot of service managers about this and you know, they're looking over at the sales department and saying you know, well, you know, the good times are over. Now they need to sell cars, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, well, they got away with it for a long time, but now they're not the shining, you know, gooey center of the universe anymore, you know? And we're kind of like, you know, almost, you know, excited about that. And, but in the end of the day, we have to do the same thing. Like in the service department, we, we got to get back to the basics. So, you, you know, you were just talking about BDC, right? And are, are they, are they reaching out to customers? Uh, you know, are they getting customers in? Do we have too many restrictions in place because we're living in the old world where we didn't want any more appointments? We wanted to like maybe, you know, turn the tap down a little bit, you know, and so we need to relieve those restrictions. And when the customer lands, are we dealing with them in the appropriate manner? You know, are we changing? Are yeah. we becoming something else to fit? Like, I don't know, man, you could survive in, in, in any environment, like customers are going to have cars, cars are on the road. They're going to need to get cars fixed. And we're in the business of fixing cars. And so it's a good business to be in. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Miles, miles, miles. I got to disagree with you a little bit. Uh Oh, just a little bit. I I think that we're in the business of fixing people too. And what I mean by that, I agree with that. Right. What I mean by that is we, we define what the expectation is on all facets of what a service interaction should be, mm-hmm. right? Phone rings, pick up the phone, greet people, be be genuine, mm-hmm. be cordial, be communicative, right? I think I think one thing that I mean, we that's the thing. If they're thinking about going somewhere else right now, they're thinking, I don't know, I got this garage down the street from me, and it's gonna be cheaper. And maybe I'll just take it there. But if you did those things, you answered the phone, you were nice to him, you were my guy, Jair's my guy, I'm gonna, I, I don't want to go, I don't want to take my car anywhere because that's the guy I trust. Well, then the garage down the street's not going to look as attractive. Bro. You know what I mean? And this is the thing. This is where we start bleeding market share. Exactly. This is where we start losing. This is why appointments aren't where they need to be. People gonna, are, the people are, they're, they're thinking, I'm going to try something else. They don't should. give them that option. They should. They sh- I'm telling you right now. I have seen time and time again, uh, it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind, right? When I spoke to, a, I was just talking to a customer on the, like whatever. And and I'm at a store, right? And I and this customer is upset and all this stuff and whatever. And I, I'm just like standing around, but I was compelled by their energy. And I said, you know, I'm really sorry what happened. I'm really sorry. 
You know what they said? You ghosted me. Yeah. They ghosted me. When a customer tells us that we ghosted them, like how much lower can you get? Like, yeah. like how much more shame could that be? You ghosted me. God. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that long. I was sitting in a service drive and it, we were just like, people are just like freaking out. Oh, I'm so stressed out. We're overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed. We can't take any more car. Oh my God, I can't believe there's another customer in the drive. And, and I said, man, I remember days when I would just sit in the drive and look out and hope a customer rolled in, you know? And it's like, you didn't have the opportunity to ghost them. You couldn't ghost them. You couldn't because you couldn't, you, you didn't take them for granted. Yeah. Right. That's taking somebody for granted yeah. is when you're like, I'm too busy to call them back. Yeah. Like it's it, like it, punched, like it's me. it crazy. punched me in the face. Bro. Like I was used, to, I was waiting. You didn't call me. You didn't talk to me. To, no, you ghosted me. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's, that, that's the stuff that's got to change. Like, it, it, and that's the thing. I think if you're, you know, like I said, not everybody's in this situation, but I will tell you, it, it's going to it's going to pinch everybody. Everybody's going to feel a pinch mm-hmm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Some more than others. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, like in the major metros and stuff like that, are feeling it a lot sooner mm-hmm. than some of the more more rural places. But everybody's going to feel it. Yeah, because we all felt the the car volume go down. And what I hate too is everybody wants a reference to it being something to do with money. Mm. Maybe we have to. Maybe we're too. They want to lower their prices. Yeah, let's yeah, let's yeah, lower yeah. our price. Yeah, let's. These cars have been yeah. here for a long time. Or, yeah. or you know, we didn't sell cars, so now people are in a pinch, and so yeah. let's whatever. And I'm telling you, time and time again, people want convenience more than the price. Yeah, they want you to be available. They want you to treat them right, Bro. and they'll come there and they'll spend a little bit extra money. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like the other day. One customer, um, we're, at, we're at a store. One customer, I find out from from a service advisor, the service advisor, kind of criticizing, but at the same time, just blown out of their mind that a person would do that. Mm-hmm. Customer he, he mentions, he goes, the advisor mentions, this customer I just wrote up just drove forty miles from here. Probably took him over an hour to get here. Never been here before, and. I can't believe she did that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why? Because she called in yesterday and she said she needed work. And we said we had a loaner for her. Mm-hmm. She has a, she's a customer at another dealership, but that dealership had a waiting of three weeks for a loaner Yeah, because we had a loaner. And I'm like, what did she buy? Oh, she bought everything she needed. Yeah. Oh, did you have to give a discount? Right. No. Oh, so did you have to, what was what was important for them? I had a loaner for them yeah. the very next day. Yeah, and so okay, <laughs> think about that for a second. So appointments are coming down. Yep, grosses are coming down, yep. right? And then what do we tack? We tack expense. Yep, and we see loaner cars as an expense. Yep, so we pull back on the fleet. Yep, and we're still you know we can't use that now to gain market share. Yep, and customers they just they want that. And so if you like reversed your thinking and just said you know hey look. Like if things are tightening, people are getting, you know, things, things are changing in the economy and we need to adjust. We need to still provide services 
right. more than the guy next door, right? Yep. But it, we also need to like release, re, you know, review our restrictions, open up our phone lines, get a little bit more aggressive with bringing customers in, treat them a little bit better when they land, you know, and like, like start to change, start to start to evolve your mentality rather than going in like chopping off your expense and. You're just shrinking to the bottom, yeah. right? Because you're just you're going to be more restrictive. Somebody else isn't. They're going to take it. And well, you you got to start to evaluate that. Right now, I think you know th- this year it's an election year. There's a lot of stuff going on. You got to start thinking about the stuff right now. You have to look at it, and if it's not there yet, it's coming. So just like start to think about it, so you can get through. Because we're going to come out the other side. It's going to take off like a rocket, and we're going to be busy as hell again. But right now, they, you know, it's it's something you got to start to address. Yeah, I I agree. Well, well, here's the thing: can we both agree that the consumer is more emotional than ever before? Yeah, for sure. I mean, are you emotional? I mean, just no. enough of you're not really, <laughs> really, you're not emotional, bro. You, Am I really? You're not emotional, bro. Ah, uh, yeah, but I'm not emotional about this. I mean, you've just gotten numb because of your cowboys, but that has nothing to do with anything. God damn you. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. I thought you know I was going to go a couple no, episodes. Bro. No, it's okay. It's okay, bro. The cowboys, they are what they are, bro. That's fine, right? Oh, I mean, it was a tough if, day. if, was a tough if I day. have to numb you down, that's the way to do it. Right? But truth be told, we know that the consumer's numb. Yeah. And we know that the consumer just as acting, just asking for the emotional. So I want to share something with you that I learned the other day, which really which really impacted us. And so here's some words of advice for our clients, for our audience members. If you're out there and you want to understand the emotional state, ask yourself these, just, just reflect yourself. When you're doing business with somebody, when you're interacting in a transaction or in a relationship, you want to build you want to convert that transaction into a relationship, right? Yeah. That's why I tell everybody, I said, I said, listen, advisors, your responsibility or parts people, whatever part of facets of business that you perform in, it's very simple. You want to transfer transaction into relationship, yep. right? That's why I used to tell, tell people all the time. I'm like, listen, you're not my customer. You're my client, mm-hmm. right? You're my client. And that means that we're going to build a long-term relationship together. And we're going to take care of one another. And I'm going to be there for you when you when necessary. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I, I used to say, look, you have your attorney in your phone. You have your doctor in your phone. You have your accountant in your phone. You have all the integral people. Because I'm going to be your car guy. I want to be in your phone. Yeah. Right? Because you want to re- I want to, I want you to rely on me. Yeah. Right? So when I looked at that, I, I heard this thing, which I thought was absolutely incredible. It says, the four most emotional outcomes for customers. The four most emotional outcomes for customers. And they go in, in, in order because I, I think it's genius. Number one, when I'm doing business or you're doing business with somebody, G-Man, and you're looking for a solution, mm-hmm. first thing you want to know is how good are they at that? Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. First thing is wow, how, what a simple thing we how, overlook all the how time. How good yeah. are they? And so when you're taking your car to a dealership, an yeah. OEM, right? Yeah. The first thing you're looking at is, look, if I'm going to the dealership, I expect to have the pinnacle to be the best yeah right like i when i'm gonna go to the doctor right and i'm gonna go to a high profile like listen top top five hospital in the country if i'm gonna go get some kind of work i'm gonna go to the mayo clinic right i'm gonna go to somewhere like that i'm gonna go to john hopkins yeah you know yeah so when you have a certain level of expectation yeah like i want to go to the best Mm -hmm. right the funny thing is, is once I've made that decision that I'm going to come to the dealer, I'm going to come and go to the best. You're supposed to be factory trained. All the things and jargon that we've been fed, right? All right, I picked you for accuracy. You can fix it. 
Mm-hmm. That's a that's a fundamental thing, right? Number two thing they look for. The, the next thing is how available are you for me? Yeah. When can I see you? Yeah. Are you when on your can uh, you own? solve my problem? Yeah. Am I at, at, at the behest of your schedule? Right. right. Or are you available for yeah. me? Yeah. Are you creating a problem for me because right. now I have to fit in? Right. Or yeah. yeah. I mean, no, yeah. We, we had the conversation yeah. today. We had this conversation today. We're talking. To, I'm like, one of the things that's been a huge setback is we put all these rules and barriers and and things that don't allow people to come be with be, yeah. see us. Yeah. Right. It's like imagine yourself. And I said this the other day. Imagine yourself going to Target and you're at the door. Going, oh, I'm sorry, sir. We're only doing blonde hair, red hair people today. Yeah. That's all we're doing today. Yep. Come back tomorrow. Tomorrow, your dark hair, gray hair, we'll take care of you. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about we can only have so many waiters a day. Yeah. And now it's like we we just want people. We just I don't want care. People. We don't care. <laughs> okay. Like, come in, right? Let's figure it out. Right? Like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. So Get it's over true, here. Though. Like, my emotional says, how when can I come in? Like, yeah. when are you available yeah. for me? Exactly. Right? Same that lady. She knew I could get a next day alone or appointment. I'm gonna come see you. I'm gonna give you yeah. my business. I'm gonna come to you. Availability. Yeah. Right. Number three, number three, the most uh, an emotional state, right? Emotional outcomes for customers. Number three is partnership. Can mm. I trust you? I know you're the expert. It's the deepest good shit. I know you let you came and saw me. Yeah. Right. I know that you were available for me. The next question I have is, can I trust you? Yeah. Can I build a partnership? Are you on my with side? You? Right. Are yeah. you on my side? Are you yeah. here to take care of me? Yeah. Right. And so when you look at it that way, it's super simple. It's that mentality I started the whole thing with. I'm converting customers into clients. Yeah. I want to be in your phone because I'm working on that. That's all I'm working on. Yeah. I'm working on my own longevity. I want to make sure I last for a long time. I want to make sure I can feed my own family. In order for me to do that, I got to build relationships. Yeah. I got to have those people to depend on me. At the end of the day, all I want you to say is I don't deal with anybody else with it when it comes to Carson J. Yeah. Single you know, J. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I used to work with this advisor. And, uh, and he used to do this interesting thing. We had these desks, right? And, and, and like, imagine just like a kind of a rectangular standard desk, right? But on the end of the desk was like a round, almost like, like a little conference table. Okay. And the customers would sit at the round end, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and so you'd have like kind of the work section and the top section Mm -hmm. of the desk. And, and so what he would do is he would get out of his chair and he'd come around the round part and sit next to the customer. Mm, genius. And uh, I remember asking George, why, why do you, why do you do that? And he goes, I'm on their side. Yeah. Oh like, God dang. That's like, that's so good. I mean, that's yeah, such a simple, but he's like physically getting up and getting on their side, bro. And he got, you could genius. sell icicles to Eskimos. Like it was crazy, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's right. We want, I want a partnership. I want to know you're with me. I don't, I don't want to work against you. It's not you against me trying to get this thing done. Like I just, I want, I want somebody that cares about what, what I have going on. And yeah. it doesn't really matter what I'm buying. I agree. I want I somebody gives it. You know, and it's funny. I, I buy stuff from Amazon constantly. And I'm, we buy like 90% of what we get from Amazon, 90% of stuff we buy. And I buy it because I don't even, I don't even talk into a real person, but I know they got my back. I can return it. I don't have to pay. I don't have to, I don't have to have any weird questions. I huh. just, I just return it. And I could go to Whole Foods and just, I don't even have to pack it up anymore. I just give it to them. Bro, that is so genius about what you just said. Cause I'm going to tell you right now. Perfect example about how how Amazon uses the same emotional outcome for customers. One, 
they're going to show you what the product is. They're going to show you what to expect. They're going to show you all facets of it. They're going to show a bunch of pictures, mm -hmm. right? That's the accuracy of it, right? Availability. How soon can I get it to you? How soon oh. can you bring it to me? Two-day shipping, right? Mm -hmm. Remember, two-day shipping, yep. right? Then you create a partnership. Have an account. Create an account with us. We're going to create this partnership. You'll have access to it whenever you want. We will be there for you, yeah. right? Leads into number four. The number four emotional outcome for customers is once you've done the first three, you now have permission to give advice. Mm. Wow, that's strong. Now you have permission to give advice. And so what happens is, and this is where Amazon comes in, imagine everything oh, you buy, God. they then tell you, <laughs> most of these people buy, buy this, this thing. Oh, my God. Buy this other thing. Bundle it. <laughs> buy more. Yeah. And you're like, well, yeah. that's a really good yeah. idea. People who bought this, buy that. Buy yeah. that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Based on your purchases. Based you on, might be interested you in might this. Be interested in this. Yeah. So now they're providing the advice. Yeah. And I'm like, I might. I'm. You're right. I might I want that. I do like that. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, it's yeah, such it's a simple brilliant. model. It's the it's four brilliant. things, right? So let me go over that again. Number one is accuracy. They know if you are the expert, they want it to be accurate. You're going to fix it. Yeah. Number two is how are you, are you available for me? Right? Yeah. Number three, can we build a partnership? Can I trust you? Can I trust you? Right? And number four is once I have those three things, I will take your advice. Yeah. I'll you'll be me. Yeah. You're my advisor. So right now, if you if you want to win today, like if you're like, I'm, you know, I'm feeling a pinch. I want to get cut. I want to get like go go to those four. Those four. And just start to execute on those That's four. It. Just yeah. it, the simplicity of it. Yeah. The simplicity of it. And if you're a manager, if you're a leader, I would challenge you to challenge your people. But like, give me an example of a time you, we're, we're going to be accurate. We're going to yeah. fix cars right. We're going to fix them right. I'll give you, guess what? The BDC's told everybody work next day appointment. Yeah. We're going to be available. We're going to be available. Now it's your job for the partnership. It's your job to build the trust. And how are you going to do that? You're going to do a proper walk around. You're going to do proper communication. You're going to make sure that you're, they're well informed. You're going to use the tools necessary to keep them in the loop of what's important for them. Yeah. Right. And then you will get the permission to ask for the additional recommended items. Yep. It's just that simple, man. It's that simple. Boom. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Go execute now. <laughs> I know, right? I don't feel like this is a drop the mic moment. Yeah, I, what else are you going to say? I don't know. Like, Honestly. Next question is, how do I incorporate this to single J's tactics, dude? I need, I need the four levels well, of bro, emotional. The Come one on, thing I'll bro. tell you is you're available. <laughs> For sure, bro. For sure. You're open 24-7, my friend. Dude, single J at JDICoaching.com. Single J at J Honestly, I'm going to try to find out. I'm going oh, to ask God. Blake if he can hook me up with like a text message thing like they do with the other people. Like just send text messages to this. Can you imagine that, dude? That'd be amazing. Text I would love that. J yeah, dude. Here's number. Single J414. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just you know? All you got to do is put your, like, just, yeah. just uh, uh, drop a pin. Let me know where you're at. I'll come find you. Seriously. <laughs> five, five, five. Call I Jay. I don't even need your name. Just yeah, drop don't it. Yeah. 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 Give me Jay. If I'm something in like that. I don't know, dude. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a monster. We've created anyway. a monster. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we get the point. Yeah. The point is, yeah. right, the times are changing. Things are changing. What are we yeah. going to do to adapt? What are we going to do to execute? We go back to the basics. We do the things that we need to do. We need to ensure that we are proactive, communicative, 
non-app bearing. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Yeah. You just go yeah. to the yeah, fundamentals exactly. of just being providing to what the we are. Yeah, we know, who what, we, are. we know what works. Grab a pen, a pencil, and piece of paper, and and ditch the software and, and get out there. Like, it's not the next app's going to make you successful, right? I mean, when we're dealing with high volumes and everything, text to drive and all the stuff that this out there, it's like it helps you manage it. But now, if you got time, pick up the dang phone. You I know, agree. Call them. Call them. Call them. All right, G-Man. All right. Out. I'm going to take us out. Let's, uh, I mean, I, you know, think about it. Great episode. We really appreciate you guys tuning into this episode of Hard Shop Life. Of course, you know, we do this for you. It gets your ears that makes us want to do this. Um, we don't advertise. There's nothing on here. We're, we're really just trying to give back to this community that's given so much mm-hmm. to us. And we, we love this business. And, you know, we want to keep, uh, we want to just keep giving back and, and continue to watch it thrive. So if you, you know, if you like the show, you get something out of it, then, you know, please subscribe, hit the follow button. And remember, we got best of episodes coming out every week. We got you know, 52, 55 episodes in the can. They're all coming out. So, so if you don't hit that, you're not going to get all the latest content. Mm-hmm. You want to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you get notified of everything that's coming out. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and, you know, again, thank you. And we'll see you on the next episode of Hard Shop Life. We out.